Real Relevant Radio, Kingfisher FM. Joining us on the line this afternoon, an absolute privilege. We've been sort of casting an eye as a result of social media platforms just to stay informed with what's been happening with uh, Rory and Brenda Spence from Gap Church. They've been on quite a journey and uh, it's been quite an ordeal. But uh, God moves, as they say, in mysterious ways and all we can just do is give him all the praise and glory and say thank you, Lord, when um, prayers are answered. And uh, joining us is Brenda. She went through a traumatic COVID-19 ordeal. It's wonderful to be talking to you again, Brenda. Welcome back to the Bay. Thanks so much, Ethan. It's really so nice to be back home and also to chat to familiar voices. It's really good. Yeah, you have been through a particularly difficult period. I would imagine one of the most challenging periods uh, in your memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Ethan. It had some very, very uh, dark moments, but uh, we've got through it, and it's really good to be on the on the other side of it now. It's really it's dry, uh, flying back into the back into the bay after being away for a long time and being in isolation for a long, long time, it was quite something to just see it hmm. through the airplane window and realize I was coming home. Yeah. Great to be here. Thank you for being, letting me be on the air today. Yeah, I know today you wanted, for those people who are unfamiliar with the journey, I know that, um, and just to fill them in, you contracted COVID a while back while you were going on holiday. Maybe you can just uh, fill us in from no. there what happened. Yeah, um, our circumstances made it particularly uh, tricky because we were actually in Mozambique with one of my daughters and her family and friends of hers. And um, we, we drove up to Mozambique and we all tested negative as we have to do in order to cross the border but um, this was just before uh, Christmas Mm. and once we had been there for a few days I began to realize that um, I wasn't too good but you know as one does you sort of think well you're a bit tired it's the journey it it could be all kinds of things so you kind of just go with it for a bit um, until the symptoms became uh, pretty obvious and I was sick enough that I had to be taken into uh, Villanculos, which was about 70 k's away from us and that's a smallish town in Mozambique. Um, I was pretty sick by then but interestingly more sort of signs of diarrhea and that wasn't commonly known at that stage as being a, a huge COVID symptom. Mm. Um, but we did sort of think this needs to be checked out now. I did have a temper, etc. So I went into the lovely little um, sort of like a day-type clinic, very small hospital in, in Villancuros, and it was a public holiday, so they couldn't do any x-rays, but they did do a blood test. And in the blood test, initially they just picked up a stomach infection, they thought, which is common in Mozambique with um, some of the water up there. So they started me on antibiotics for that. I went back that night, the 70 days back, but came back again the following day as we realized I was really not well. And they did x-rays that day. And that was when they discovered that I had actually double pneumonia as well as stomach and all kinds of, of other problems. Yeah, and that's when we we actually realized that we might be sort of getting into some pretty bad water. While we were there, yeah, we started to realize this could be tricky. Um, 
there was the most wonderful young doctor there. When I went back the next day and she discovered that I had this, they kept me there for that night. And although it wasn't a nighttime hospital, she stayed with me the whole night through. She was utterly amazing woman. Um, and realized during the night that they couldn't stabilize me and that I was getting much worse. It, it turned very quickly. And I think that's one of the dangers with this disease, that it can go from kind of okay to pretty bad very quickly. Hmm. Um, yeah, so my poor family, some of them were up, up there sort of 70 k's away and we had to, the doctor had to make quick decisions and they, they decided to send me by ambulance, road ambulance at that stage to Maputo which was about nine and a half hours away. So we did that. That was all quite traumatic. My poor family and friends had to pack up the house they were in and very quickly, like in a couple of hours, and we went by ambulance to Maputo. Brenda, um, did, yes. they, did they not pick up that you had COVID um, at this point? They, no. Interestingly, um, Ethan, my test, the sort of nasal swab test came back negative although she was pretty certain that it was COVID hmm. when she saw the x-rays because of the type of uh, picture it was showing in my lungs and it was in both lungs but nothing no positive test hmm. but she she realized that i had needed to get to somewhere with a much better infrastructure than they had in this place so they sent me to maputa by ambulance really driving along towing the boat following the ambulance and it went for about nine hours. It took us nine hours to get there. Sure. And I remember at this point in time, I think uh, Rory had started communicating with the church and with various uh, on on various social media platforms that look, guys, uh, you know, we really are in a sticky situation and we need prayer. Very much, um, Ethan. You know, my daughter Chelsea was sort of in the front of the ambulance, but I was not able to speak to anybody. But at that stage, they had me on the best oxygen they could for a little sort of village-type hospital. Um, and the doctor was actually contacting my son in Joburg. We didn't have good comms between the phones there. We had nothing except international roaming. And she was contacting him and saying, you need to tell your family. She's, there's every likelihood that she will not make it to Maputo. I kind of went down very quickly. And my poor son in Joburg was then relaying the message back to Rory who was trying to get hold of. It was tricky. It was a very dark time for my family. They were amazing to hold themselves together. Uh, we're going to break away in a moment. I'll give you uh, an opportunity to catch your breath. But, um, I mean, what, what emotions, what thoughts were going through your mind? Were you... Um, cognizant of what was happening were you aware that look this is pretty serious and and i'm not uh, there was talk about you not actually making that ambulance trip yeah yeah ethan i i became very aware of the seriousness of the situation during the night previously because much of that night i was uh, i kept going uh, becoming unconscious passing out and they were trying to bring me around and i was very aware of the fact that um yeah i was i might not make it when i was there it was quite it, i think that journey was one of the darkest because it was very sudden we hadn't had time to communicate properly with each other and i was very aware that i might um need 
sort of see my family again. I was very weak. But also, and I'll tell you more about that, interestingly, mm. very aware of the presence of God in the darkest times. Hmm. All right, we're going to pause it there. Your inspiration station, it's Kingfisher FM.